0: Hello everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and this is another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today I've kidnapped my colleague, klaas who was last on the network talking about the skating. Did that ever go ahead? No, nope, it never
1: went ahead. What happened? Yeah, the ice wasn't thick enough, so let's focus on the
0: technical things again. Now. Another 15 years to wait, do you think? Yes, I, I don't know. Very sad and depressed. Anyway, today I want to talk about the raspberry Pi. We had some discussions yesterday over a cup of coffee about what it is so for people who don't know some guys who work at Broadcom um, decided to put together a small PC device based on an ARM processor that would be used in the educational field as a way to get kids interested again in um, computers and um, back to the old days of the BBC's if people had them and that sort of thing now what was interesting for the hacker community of course is that the prices of these things are aimed at $25 for uh, one model, and for the other model, a whopping $35. So for the price of even one of the lowest-end tablets, you could get 10 of these little devices. Now, here we have uh, clash Ann who's a, who's a hacking, hardware hacking enthusiast, I guess. Um, first of all, clash let's give us a brief history of um, what you did for your school project, for instance.
1: Yes, I uh, programmed uh, uh, in my free time, I program a lot of uh, uh, microprocessors uh, with, uh, with a c code normally, uh, microchip, Atmel, that are the most common uh, low-end devices I program. So they're low speed, 8 megahertz, up to 60 megahertz running devices, uh, very close uh, to hardware-specific things, not really uh, close to software-specific things like the Raspberry. So that is more Ken's uh, expertise, the, the Unix part uh, of that one. So uh, yeah, then I think uh, it's nice to talk a little bit about uh, the low-end capabilities of the device. I think the rest you can all find on the internet. uh.
0: Yeah, I just want to say that this thing will run uh, Ubuntu or Debian or a native Linux version. But what I wanted to get here was clash on, we're gonna go through the specs from the Wikipedia page and um, just maybe give you an idea more on the hacking side what's possible.
1: Yes, I think uh, I don't know how it works a little bit with the drivers, but uh, probably we need to see the board itself how it works with the drivers, how to address the the the, 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 the low level uh, uh, the low level part of the board. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the general purpose interface, uh, the UART interface, the I 2 C bus, the SPI bus. That are the
0: two uh, low level of the the low level. Uh, yeah, okay, but before we go to that, you. Um, uh, as far as I know, they, the way that they're going to drive those is using the proc file system. So you write ones, or not proc file system, the written drivers, and you just write ones and zeros to files. So it should be um, easy to program that in any language, Python, yes. C or even bash programming.
1: I think that counts for the general purpose I.O. Okay, let's and start. I think for the seri- serial port, I think it's uh, it's the same way
0: you uh, will do it in a normal uh, okay. operating system. What do you think of the ARM processor itself? It's a uh, 700 MHz. Yes,
1: I think it's a very fast ARM processor if you compare it with a normal uh uh Atmel low cost uh, CPUs like the $2 CPUs uh, where you can only do low level communication with it and no ethernet is uh, is applicable. So I think it's a very good uh, choice. It's very fast. The GPU? Yeah. Uh,
0: the it's a separate uh, video core. Yes, I'm not really familiar with that one, so uh you're able to do H.264 1080p. Yeah, so I think it's just a very interesting board to see when it comes out. Video-wise, but we're also not going to focus on that. No, yeah. There's going to be uh, 128 meg of RAM in the Model A, and in the Model B there's going to be 256 shared with the GPU. There's going to be two USB, one USB port in the Model A and two in the USB via an integrated USB hub.
1: Yes, and that's I think uh, nice. Uh, what you see with the uh, uh, with the uh, laptops and with the uh, uh, tablets and with the computers, they don't have low-level uh, easy way to communicate to the outside world. You always need a serial port or a USB port or an Ethernet port to communicate to a low-level design, like a motor, like an, uh, uh, a button, an LED, an uh, a dimmer, a lightning dimmer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this board already by default has some low-level uh,
0: capabilities like the eight times general-purpose IO so okay let's go down to that Um we have of course the video composite HDMI and we have audio jack we've got onboard storage uh, ST MMC slot and on the model 2 you have a ten one hundred 100 Ethernet card now what's a GPIO card I think I've it's a it. general-purpose uh, IO interface yeah
1: I think this board operates at a voltage of uh, 3.3 uh, volt so theoretically on the output of a GPO, you can uh, uh, solder uh, to a connector and, uh, an LED, for example. Yep. Uh, a, a small LED, not a power LED. And then you can control it by the software, as you described earlier, with this. Uh, turn it on and, on. Turn it on and off. Turn it on and off. Yeah. So that's a very uh, use. Of course, if you want to switch a uh, lightning bulb in your house, for example, uh, like 60 watts, of course, you cannot attach it directly to the I.O. of the board. You need some. Uh, 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 and, uh, you can do a mechanical. Uh, uh, transformer uh, in between like an uh, a relay so you can and then uh, a little bit of driver so you you it's very easy to integrate this almost computer directly with uh, external hardware
0: so it would be a relatively simple thing to have send a voltage out on this general purpose i o port yes which would switch a switch and that switch would switch the real switch yes okay. yeah yeah that, no that's deal. a
1: little bit uh, so that's uh, that's nice that I see it has eight so uh, you can do some. Uh, so you can limit uh, limit LEDs going on. Yes,
0: or plus you can also take an input circuit. Yeah, it's an I/O. 05. You can I uh, probably you can configure it as an input or as an output. So uh, for and four a combination of one and eight. Yeah. So like you could then wire up a sensor to your windows of your house, for instance. And switch on your alarm, et cetera, et cetera yeah, Or yeah, exactly. display
1: it on the screen or publish it on your web server running on your Unix machine saying that the window yeah. is open. So this is kind of nice features. Of course, the 8 the general purpose I.O. is not very a lot. It's nice for playing around. It's nice for troubleshooting. It's nice to make a flashing light or a blinking light. So you're saying don't buy this card? I say buy it definitely because it has a lot of more possibilities. So if you want to extend it for bigger projects, you can make use of the... Uh, the, for example, it has an I, I, uh, uh, uh square C bus. That's yep. an, uh, a bus, I think, originally designed uh, by Philips. And it is a bus designed to communicate between uh, uh, integrated circuits on the board itself. Yep. It's a very, uh, it's very nice bus. It's a two-wire bus. It's not designed for uh, long-distance communication. But you can buy a very small microchip. I think it's a couple of dollars. To do an I.O. expander. So with an I.O. expander... You can just have another 8 IOs. So if you buy six of these small uh, integrated circuits, you solder them on a the PCB, you connect it to the I uh, Square C bus on your on your
0: board, and you have another 64 I/O in and outputs, uh, configurable. I uh, like that. And what what sort of price range would they normally be? How how I mean, that's obviously more complicated yes, the, talking about the, hacking
1: now. Yeah, the I2C I, I, I bus is very common. You can buy a temperature sensor that you can integrate on the I2C uh, bus as well. The only bad thing to publish it on an internet site, you need always have a microchip in between uh, to publish it uh, to your laptop or PC. But this board makes it possible because it has already this low level uh, capability. default built-in and that's the advantage of this board for example you
0: could buy one of these extenders put temperature sensors front back of the house wind sensors yeah they would then theoretically come through these boards and end up on your computer in a text file saying 96 degrees out or yes the only
1: bad thing as i indicated already the i square c bus is not very likely to be used for that one because it's a low distance communication protocol it's more like to read uh, in buttons etc etc but if you built
0: another board attached to that Yes, but
1: there. for example if you, if you look a little bit uh, uh, it has also a UART on that one yep. and I think that's a universal asynchronous receiver and transmitter uh, uh, we see it uh, in the professional world still as an RS-232 port mm-hmm. uh, you can buy a uh, small converter that makes it RS-422 or our RS-485 that are all uh, uh, like standardizations uh, standardizations on the UART interface so you can achieve longer distance up to one kilometer up so that's very nice. Of course, a UART port you have on a
0: default laptop and a PC as well. But this that's port just a, a relatively simple serial port. Yes, it's a, c- it's a serial
1: port. You can. Uh, but there's only
0: one of them, so you don't have the, the more. No,
1: but you can buy <coughs> uh, an, uh, a USB to serial converter as well, because okay. there's a USB port on there as well. So that's very uh, basic. You can you can make use of that combination of of this general purpose uh, i as well. So I think uh, then it has another uh, more sophisticated interface as well. That's called the SPI interface. It's uh, a little bit the same as an uh, I2C bus. Only I'm not really familiar. It's a little bit more complicated bus, and it is really, really more much more faster. And it is used only for uh, also short communication lines. So that is uh, by default. It's uh, it's part of uh, part of the board. So uh, that's very nice, and you don't have that on a default laptop or a default computer. So
0: that's an, uh, a big advantage as well. So you definitely see this as being something a hardware hacker might be interested in.
1: Yes, you can do a lot of homebrew project with this board. Very simple, uh, very basic, without uh, needing a very expensive uh, uh, PC with a lot of additional hardware, because okay. the hardware is already on top of the on top of the board. So the yeah, the SPI interface. It's a it's a really what faster interface uh you can use it uh, for uh, for uh attaching more memory you can use it for attaching uh uh put sound communication on that one etc cetera, etc cetera. so it is an uh, it is a uh, lot of nice uh, low level uh, general purpose uh, uh hardware uh,
0: hacking stuff on on there yeah and that you don't see a lot with uh with a default laptop or a default computer and it's it's kind of like an Arduino on steroids, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's coming into the same price range as the Arduino, I think. Yes,
1: it's a little bit more expensive, but if you buy an Arduino with an Ethernet board, you definitely are um, maybe even more expensive than this board.
0: You have a few Arduinos, yeah?
1: Yeah, I have a few Arduinos with some Ethernet boards as well, and and here
0: it, it's all in one board. Yeah. So it's very nice. And you can SSH into this, obviously. Yeah. probably, Yeah and the power raising 500 uh, milliamps to yeah i watts. think that's that's not a lot you could probably uh, feed them power over ethernet so when you mm, yeah. yes
1: i think it i think it is not default but yeah
0: uh, it's yeah. is something i don't know if it around, can but take uh, but
1: probably if you have an uh, uh, off-the-shelf usb hub you can power it off the usb connector itself yeah so that uh, yeah that would be a very interesting board
0: and it's quite size. It's quite yes,
1: small. it's very nice that uh, I would like to go always for the B board because it
0: has default Ethernet on there. On. Yeah. And, and yes, Ethernet and the makes difference. A it's like 35 versus 25. Yeah. Uh, and according it, to Wikipedia, it runs Debian and uh, Fedora and Arch Linux. So, yeah. So
1: I think this board is definitely uh, a benefit to people that want to play a little bit around with the homebrew
0: electronica project uh, around the house. Okay. Well, they haven't started uh, taking orders yet, so when they do, we'll uh, keep you in touch. And um, feel free, everybody, to send in some tips and tricks on what you've done to uh, hardware hacking in general. Um, Klaas-Anne, quickly, any projects that you would see in your future? uh,
1: Yes, I think uh, some home uh, Demotica project, uh, definitely... uh, to home control automation. the blind home automation to, to to control the blinds to control the lightning control the switching and also because it has a an advantage of ethernet uh web server controlled by an uh a, 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 a tablet from home control the the heating systems et cetera et cetera
0: okay so how would you see that having in each floor one of these or yes
1: i think because it's so cheap it's really easy to do having uh to to have multiple boards around the house. Uh, because yeah, it makes the the, the, the cabling the, a lot easier. Yeah, it's
0: actually the price of a sensor, really.
1: Yes, the sensor isn't much more, <laughs> more expensive. expensive yeah. yeah, of course you need to still buy the still. high uh, high uh, power components like dimmers or or yep. relay still. But I think it's uh, it's, it's. And how uh, would you
0: go about switching those? That well, typically is it uh, is this something a standard hardware shop would have? Say you yes. want to control dimmers. With yes, this. you have uh,
1: s- default dimmers, what are very expensive. Sometimes you can build them yourself, of course. But uh, now these days, uh, we don't use a lot of dimmers anymore with the LED, lightning, and such. Yeah. So normal switching would be very uh, simple, achievable with this one. Cool. Yeah. So I think uh, yeah, I would like to see
0: uh, a few of them in action. and
1: few yeah. of them in action, yes, definitely, yeah. I now do a lot of stuff with RD- Arduino boards, but they are difficult to uh, having uh, uh, simple communication like SSH, Telnet, yep. web server, running website, You have a lot of already default on this board. Yeah,
0: so you're already uh, you've got the whole OS sorted, and you can concentrate on your hardware file system. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think uh, that covers it for today. Clashan thanks very much for taking the time to uh, to record this. no problem. And uh, tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. (laughs) At all BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to LunarPages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike 3.0 license.